pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just in case you didn't get enough football on Saturday, we're here to bring you more. It's our Sunday morning tailgate show, presented by Frickers, right here on 1410 ESPN Radio. Good Sunday morning, everybody. We are live here, not at Frickers. We are actually live here in the WING studios uh, where we are being kind of sheltered for the time being. Uh, just a couple changes due to, obviously, the precautionary measures that everyone is taking around the city and around the country at this point. Uh, we are just trying to limit uh, the amount of time that we are out on the road doing shows, but I wanted to make sure we didn't eliminate the Sunday morning program just during this time period. Justin Kenner and Keith Byers with you here on this Sunday morning. Keith, good morning and welcome in. Uh, good morning. It's been a morning. Good morning for me since uh, you've been all about over. three thirty this morning. I've been up, <laughs> so the morning started a lot earlier. Yeah. Now, where are you you flew in from? Where? Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota, Florida. Not bad. So you were there for uh, what? Not that it's none of my uh, business. Just I guess, a golf but tournament. Just a golf tournament. Just <laughs> yeah, a golf tournament. Yeah. Last week was for charity. This one just for fun. Just. For <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all need a little fun, especially right now with the stressful times that everyone seems to be under. Um, but with that, I mean, how were the flights? Were the oh, flights uh, bare? I see a lot of people posting pictures of empty flights uh, when they're on them. I went down there Thursday, and it was probably 65% full. And then to come back, the difference between Thursday and Sunday, it went from 65 to about 35. It was pretty, you know, uh, empty. I didn't have anyone sitting next to me on both flights back here. You know, you had to connect in Atlanta. Are you a window seat guy? You're an aisle guy. I'm an aisle guy. Yeah, you're. But being an aisle guy, I was one of the last ones on the plane. Because I don't number two reasons. First reason, normally under normal times, I'm the last one on. Because I got big shoulders, broad shoulders, and everybody's banging it to me with their yeah, book bags and backpacks. <laughs> and so instead of me getting mad about it, just don't get on the plane. So now, the reason why I was last, I don't want somebody touching me. <laughs> don't oh, touch smart. me. And I was traveling with a mask and rubber gloves. You know, uh, you got to hit the kiosk and. Just don't want to touch anything. Are there you, extra? You, you, you put belt in your seat belts. Your tray table, you know, that's a germ. Oh, they never clean that. So <laughs> I kept my gloves on. Now, and seeing that's interesting. And I'm, what's funny, though, is like when I board a flight, I don't care if I'm able, if my ticket says I could be one of the first groups to board, I never do. I hate boarding first. I don't like sitting there because you have people yeah, climbing over you. <laughs> I, I literally, I wait, I'm always, every time I fly, I'm in one of the last ones on the plane, even if my ticket says, hey, you're part of the first group that can get on, or right. you can board first, group A, whatever. Never. I, and it's not good for your reasons, but I hate it when people are climbing over you. They're like, oh, excuse me, got to put my bag Are you a window here. person? Or, I'm uh, always a window person. Okay. I'm always a window person. I don't know why, I just always am. Um, but then again, I kind of like the aisle because when you land, but then there's no, I hate the people that get up right away and try to bulldoze their way through. Cause I'm like, we ain't get it. We're all, you're going to, it's, you're like the people that kind of speed past you on the road and then you all, because they're in a hurry and then you get to the red light and you look over and everyone's there at the same time. Like you're really yeah, not exactly. anyone out of there. Yeah. <laughs> See, being an aisle person, I think I give off a vibe that 
you better go to the restroom before you sit down. Because <laughs> yes. once this plane takes <laughs> off, you, you, you know, you're stuck. Yep. <laughs> Very seldom do, you know, people sitting in the middle or the window seat, you know, and, and they want to get out. Excuse me. Because um, I try with headphones on. And I'm like, do not disturb. Yeah. So hold it. Because <laughs> yep. I hardly ever go to the restroom. I'm hardly too big to get in that little stall. It's got to be an emergency. I just, going to, you know, there's a lot that can go wrong. Airplane bathroom. There's a lot that can go wrong when you're trying to use the restroom in that thing. You yes. get a little turbulence. Or they don't call it turbulence anymore. What do they call it? Rough the air. Rough air. <laughs> I don't know. I caught that the other, when I flew to New York a few weeks ago. I noticed that they no longer say turbulence. They If we experience rough air. He's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was different. I mean, even when I got there, I rented a car. I had wipes to, um, like I said, on the airplane. But then... I'm wiping the, you know, the the, the 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 gear shift knob, the steering wheel, the blinkers, oh, yeah. I, everything that I don't normally, you know, that I would normally touch in the car. I was wiping it all down, wiping it all down. So yeah, we have, of course, there's all these extra cleaning supplies here in our studios now. When we come in, I'm like, oh wow, so we're wiping everything down left and right too. Just a strange time. I know I went to a restaurant last night uh, and went and picked, it, and when I went up to grab my food, I said, I go, how's business if you don't mind me asking and they said I'm not going to name the businesses but um, she said that they're all very concerned that they're going to be announcing um, hour, they're going to be shrinking their hours they're not going to be open full time like they, they usually are and this is a chain business that it, it'll be surprising to most when that comes out they'll be you know only open for lunch for a couple hours and then they'll shut down because then they're going to have people come in and, and sterilize everything again and then they'll open up for dinner uh, it, was just, it surprised me um, it shouldn't, but I mean, it, it did, but I mean, right. that's kind of where we're going with this uh, as we move forward. Which, and we don't know when there's no end in sight. No, that's why when they told <laughs> us, like, like, oh, for the, the next home. two weeks, it's going to be different. We don't really know. We don't know. we got a thing on Wednesday, that, or uh, Friday, I'm sorry, that we're working from home moving forward. Like, we'll come in to do the show and stuff like that. But I'm like, they said for two weeks, and I'm thinking in my head, in two weeks, if you think this is going to be better in two weeks, it might, it's going to be worse in two weeks. So I don't see when we're all going to be coming back to work. And then there's <laughs> other businesses and stations in town doing the same thing for some of their staff. So... Very weird, very strange times, and uh, yeah, just a. I mean, today should be Selection Sunday. We should be talking about you know Dayton and, right. and, and you know, well, not right State in the tournament, but you know they have their, they would have their NIT stuff this week, and just a. Just well, a we don't know officially, kill. so we gonna still say right State possibly could have got in that large bid. <laughs> uh, even as big as, right as I am, yeah. uh, I say no. They got the auto and IT bid. But no, um, just a weird day. Uh, and by the way, I forgot, again, congratulations. I know you came in earlier in the week, but you were selected to the uh, College Football Hall of Fame class of 2020. I know you came in for that earlier in the week, but I just want to say congratulations. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, Sunny listeners haven't heard that yet. Just yep. so it, it feels good. Uh, plus, I was with Arch, Archie Griffin. Mm -hmm. uh, this past weekend, we, we played together in this golf tournament, and um, so I heard from uh, quite a few Buckeyes that are in the Hall of Fame: Archie, of course, uh, Chris Billman, Eddie George. Um, so they've uh, you know reached out and getting you know congratulated me and said welcome to the club. So twenty sixth um, Buckeye to 26th. be named for the College Football Hall of Fame. That's really cool. Right. Right. Um, who did I hear talk about you? Oh, Bobby Carpenter. I was listening to his show, and he said you should have been in from the very beginning. He said you were a casualty of the the, the College Football Hall of Fame is relatively new. Um, it's I mean not within uh, a couple of years. It's one of the newer Hall of Fames. So he said what you, what happens is is when you a Hall of Fame out of nowhere. 
all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you have a lot of guys that are Hall of Famers from the get-go, but you can't put a thousand names in the Hall of Fame right off the bat. You have to spread it out. And he just said, you were a casualty of that. And he goes, there's guys that should, that, there's guys that didn't make it this year that should have been in years ago like yourself. But yeah, he said, you should have been in from the get beginning. And I, I like the way he worded that. There's a, you were a casualty of the fact that yeah. he was a relatively <laughs> new Hall of Fame and, and you should have been one of the guys in from the beginning. But he said the politics involved too. They try to spread out. They don't want too many Buckeyes in at one time or, oh, wait, we've put too many Buckeyes in the last couple of years. Now we got to wait and, and load up some other schools. And you've even yeah, yeah, it has, yeah, it has. Yeah, he's correct about it. It is a, a, it's a political game, but they don't necessarily come out yeah, they won't call it loud and say it. <laughs> but they, you know, their, their actions speak louder than their words, whereas some of the other, you know, uh, uh, Hall of Fames, you, it's really hard to get a read on it. But. Every year, if college football, there's so many worthy people, you know, to be in it. And every year, you would say, well, how, who, went from, who went in from Ohio State? Who went in from that team up north? Who went in from Alabama? Who went in from USC? Who went in, you know, from Texas, mm -hmm. Oklahoma? You know, these guys, these schools with, you know, very rich history of success and with players who are worthy. I mean, you just think here and there. Well, we had 21st century. <laughs> I played in the 20th century. But look at uh, Ohio State in the last 15 years. You know, the players that are coming out with first-team All-American, that's one of the first prerequisites. you got to be first-team All-American to even get on the list. But you go back, you know, let's say 15 years, uh, Ted Ginn, Troy Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. It's only a matter of time for those guys to get in. You know, A.J. Hulk, you know, here in Dayton. He, you know, this, he, he's got a strong case for one day getting in. I think James Laurinaitis is the most, is the most recent bucket to add, be added to the, uh, um, the candidate or the, the finalist. The finalist list, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andy Katzenmoyer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's a little more than 15 years, but the list goes on and on and on. I mean, it's so. It's a. I don't know if they ever get through that list of everybody that's worthy. And we just talking about Ohio State people. Yep. We just, and that's a long list of guys we just mentioned. I mean, and there's got yeah. So no, but regardless, congratulations. That feels I mean, good. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it, it's a great. I mean, everybody's telling me, man, you know, it's going to wait till you, you know, experience everything that comes along with it. Your plaque when your name's you know up there for good moving forward. Oh yeah, pretty neat. Yeah. So, so I've even had other all Americans. I mean, not all Americans. Uh, Hall of Famers called me. One of my good friends. Uh, he he played the same time I did. He played University of Illinois. A guy named David Williams, mm -hmm. wide receiver. He's two-time All-American. And there's our case exactly. You know, you go to school like Illinois, you make All-American, and you got a good chance to get in the Hall of Fame someday because they don't have the same history as Ohio State. And uh, he's been telling me, you should have been in because, you know, you definitely, you know, so now that I'm in, with him, he said, man, every year we have different golf tournaments, we have different events, and I come back to the dinner. I'm definitely coming back for your induction, you know, ceremony. So that's something I'll probably be doing in the future, too, going back to the next Ohio State guy or the deaf, deaf people that I know or familiar with, just go back to that annual, you know, dinner each and every year for at the College Football Hall of Fame. And he said they, they let out real nice, you know, in New York City. And that's one of my favorite cities in the United States, in the world, really. Which, which Hall of Fame? Is more like I mean, obviously you have the uh, the College Football Hall of Fame, but was that the one? If you could only pick one Hall of Fame to be in between the NFL and that, would this be the one? Oh gosh, <laughs> that's a tough question. I mean, both are like 
I mean, I don't know, much, if, obviously, but they're both they're both different eras of your life, yeah. so they both have a different meaning. I'm I'm assuming, but yeah, because uh, <laughs> we I mean, you I would not like answer that. that one. It's like if they had a high school hall of fame. Yeah. I want to be in that one. Yeah. And you, you, know, get, and, and, you get the and, question all the time about, like, what was a better, if you could only win a state championship or a Super Bowl or a college football national championship, which one would you pick? Or which level of football was the, mo- was the most entertaining for you? You said you can't answer it because everyone was All of them was unique different. to themselves. Yeah. You know, and so, high school being a, you know, was, was high school, was college better than high school? It was different. I don't necessarily it was better. I loved high school football. You all the guys you grew up with as kids, and we're in neighborhood. Hey, let's go peek to this school, this neighborhood over there. And those are special times. And a few of us got to leave our high school experience and go to the next level and play college. And then so now you're in college and you're playing with not people in your neighborhood per se. Now you're playing people around the country. You know, you were the best in Dayton and you were the best in Los Angeles and you all decided to come to this one university or Ohio State or whatever college you went to and had a great time, had a great blast in college and now a few of you guys are going to get the opportunity to go to another level and play Mm -hmm. professional. Now, is professional better than college? No, it's just different. (laughs) They're all unique unto themselves and I've always enjoyed that experience. I mean, you know, you grow up here in Ohio. It's certain, you know, look at Maslin, Ohio, for example. They live for Friday nights. You know, they sell out, you know, and a new baby was born in Maslin General Hospital. If it's a boy, they're going to give him a football for his first picture. <laughs> and if it's a girl, she gets a, you know, a cheerleading outfit for the baby's first picture. So Maslin, Ohio, loves Friday night football. So they put everything into it. So then after watching, you know, Maslin play on Friday night, they're taking a deep breath to watch the Buckeyes on Saturday from home. They necessarily got to go to, you know, Ohio Stadium. And then there's other people in Ohio who live for Ohio State football. They like Friday night, but I got to get my tailgate ready yep. for for Saturday. And they want to watch the Buckeyes. And you got those other people who... You know, I love high school football. I love college, but I got to get ready for my Browns and Bengals because I got to get my tailgate and watching. You know, my week going to be made if 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 one of these two teams win. And you know, so you have different things to build up to it. So each one of those levels are different. Uh, so you ask me which one would I choose? I would choose all three of them in that particular space. You know, uh, maybe one day, you know, I'll go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But if I don't. You know, that would be that'd be fine too, because as long as you had respect to your peers. Yep. And then if somebody wants to, you know, to let you know, to, to single you out and say, "Hey, man, we think you're one of these guys." Oh, that's even better. That's great. Like so, not being in the college football hall of fame for all those years, it, it, you know, I, I'm gonna say it didn't bother me. But one thing I always knew, I had respect to the people who I played against, played against, you know, with and against, and people would say, "Well." Now, how do you compare it with this guy? I'm like, I like my resume. <laughs> I like my resume. You know, I don't have to. I, I, my resume is pretty solid. So I was always comfortable with that. So to get the phone call this week to say, hey, you're in, does it change things? Yes, but drastically, no. You know, it's more, it's bigger for those around me than me. You know, my son, I talked to him, he said, Daddy, you, you text me. I didn't talk to you personally. And he said, you know, and we were just reminiscing on how big this would be in the future. You know, I'm not a grandfather yet, but one of these days I plan on, you know, plan on being one, whatever the kids tell me. And then they'll be able to, you know, to show their kids, you know, hey, look, Grandpa's Grandpa was in Hall of Fame, cool. and et cetera. Like, I get that right now on a different degree, having a tree at Ohio State. 
you know, you make first team out of American at Ohio State, you get a tree planter in your honor called Buckeye Grove. It's south at the south end of the stadium, and it's not not every time when I go back to a game, but at least once or twice during the season, I'm a walk over to Buckeye Grove and take a picture of my, you know, the Buckeye tree. And the kids love it. They've, all their life, you know, they've known their father to have a tree in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> that, you know, that's, that's dedicated to me. So that's a, that's a great, you know, tradition that Ohio State has. And it's, you know, nobody has anything close as far as traditionally, uh, the honor, your, you know, your, um, there's, well, I don't know, but icon status at a university. Yeah. You got you got pictures on the wall and things of that nature, but that's true. Forever, you're enshrined there. Forever. Right. You're enshrined there. Like it ain't going to any, anywhere. Yeah. All right, it's our Sunday morning tailgate show presented by Frickers right here uh, on fourteen ten ESPN Radio and of course at wingam.com. However you are listening, we appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us each and every Sunday morning again. Our Sunday morning tailgate show being brought to you by Frickers. All right, here's the deal. We're going to step away for a few moments. We know that the coronavirus outbreak and uh, precautionary measures that have been taken have led to, well, the world of sports being rocked. We always say that the world of sports is kind of what allows us to step away from our everyday stresses in life. What happens when the everyday stresses in life also overlaps with sports? Sports are no longer, at least for the next couple of weeks, which I always say is, no, there's plenty of sports to talk about. Keith Byers and I will pick it up when we come back. The question for you is, there's a lot of reaction this week, and we talked about it on the show on Friday. We know that the spring sports seniors have gotten extended. You know, they've been granted another senior year. They've been granted another year of eligibility. But what about the seniors on the basketball teams? I'm, my, my take doesn't seem to be a popular one, which doesn't surprise most. But we'll get Keith Byers' take on this. Should the seniors on the college basketball teams eligible for the postseason be granted an extra year of eligibility? We'll get Keith Byers' take plus your take at 457-9464. More of our Sunday morning tailgate show when we come back. Justin Kenner, Keith Byers, back with you here on a Sunday morning. It's our Sunday morning tailgate show presented by Frickers. We hang out with you each and every Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., of course. And right now, I mean, the whole purpose of the tailgate show is to get you set for, of course, the big games coming up throughout the day. I mean, we usually schedule to go to the spring game. But, Keith, there's no spring game. There's no March Madness. There's nothing right now. I mean, there's the NFL draft talk, which I know we'll spend a lot of time on in the coming weeks. But, man, um, it's just an interesting time. Is this one of the weirder times in sports that you could think of i mean we've dealt with with uh, local disasters and, and stuff and national disasters and and decades past but man this is just this is different this just seems vastly different than anything else we've dealt with yeah i mean it's so different we haven't even thought about what if because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you said we've dealt with disasters before okay you had a earthquake at the world series oh you had 9-11 but even with 9-11 that was united states problem you have world soccer or, or, or golf in other parts of the world. This is a worldwide pandemic. Everybody's affected. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. A lot of people that no, everybody's affected. I'm not even going to get into the political game as far as what we don't know. We don't know about some of these uh, yep. dictator countries. You know, like North Korea and Russia. We don't know what's going on because they this one in, in China. They're only going to give you out little information at a time, but. I think we're pretty much safe to say the whole world is affected by this. So, our sports world is 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 our own little cocoon. But even we are, you know, affected. I did see. I'm not, gonna, you know, um, put that's entertainment. 
WWF, WWE. That's not a sport. That's not with football, basketball, baseball, soccer, all that. That's different. So that's entertainment. There's lots of monitors between us right now. Yes, that's not sports. That's entertainment. Goldberg played football. Roman Reigns played football. Played football today. Gronkowski too, but he's not playing football now. He's gonna go over there and act. That's what he's about to do. He's about to go over there and put on a show. He can, <laughs> go yeah. over there and act. <laughs> exactly. It's not the same. You know, I, that sound, remember uh, WW, um, uh, MMA. Oh, yeah. That was almost entertainment at one time. They're like, no, this, no, this, this is for real. Because yeah, it used to be with it. What's the old guy? Hoist Gracie. Back in the uh, 80s and 90s. When they had to try to up MMA, because you know he's just almost like a leech. He gets on, he just sucked the life out of you. <laughs> Man, it's too. It takes too long to win. But he's beating everybody. They didn't have weights and anything like that, so they had to up it. But at least it was athletic ability, and it was you know somewhat. You didn't. You only you lose it, you tap out. It was just you know a little different. So WWE. I don't want to get on those, you know, too much, but that's entertainment. It's not sports. So our sports world is totally shaken. But one thing that's also given us time to reflect on the past and the history of the game, and because I know some of the stations have been doing throwback games and things of that nature. So maybe some of these young guys are, you know, discover some things about their sport that they don't, (laughs) other than it's all about me. Learn about guys who played in yesterday. You know, so that'll give you, in every sport, to give you an opportunity to learn more information. Yeah, and that's going to be the interesting part. Like, friends keep saying, well, what are you talking about, sir? Are you off, too, since sports are off? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't quite work that way. And my thinking is, sports doesn't necessarily stop. Like, we're going to be following how this coronavirus impacts the world of sports moving forward. We're going to be, I mean, NFL um, free agency, NFL draft, and everything going along with that, which I heard yesterday, and there's nothing to confirm this, that the NFL behind the scenes is working on pushing back the draft and pushing back because they look they they could easily have the draft on that day and just do it you know from various locations that's that's another show but they're pushing it back for the entertainment entertainment. yeah they want to make sure they get the stage for vegas and set and they want to get all the excitement set for vegas and so they're gonna push it back i got a telephone call i was gonna say it's not (laughs) like it hasn't been done that way before right i mean it's gonna be interesting yeah we're talking not that long ago so you know i I, 1986 you know, even after that, you used to get they, they draft you, and when the '86 ESPN was still new, it wasn't even ten years old. Mm-hmm. So they ran the draft, and you know, so all the you know representatives would be in one room in New York, and then Pete Rosell would walk. Well, that was the owner, the commissioner at the time, which is the who's the who's the Tagliabue. Who's who's the, who's the, who's the, Rob Manfred right now. Manfred, yeah, okay. With well, Rob Manfred of his two day. Commissioners ago. <laughs> two commissioners ago. I was about to say Stein. <laughs> David, but uh, Pete, Pete. Oh, you're uh, talking about NFL, though. NFL, yeah. Oh, NFL. No, no, Rob Manfred's Major League Baseball. That's Major League Baseball. So, um, who's the, what's that? Yeah, Roger you know, Goodell. I was talking baseball there for a second. My mind just, you know. Yeah, you know, so, there's yeah, all the yeah. cleaning fumes here in the suit. But Goodell. Yeah, Goodell. Bad. So, the Goodell of his day <laughs> was. Uh, uh, Pete Rosell. Yeah. So when Pete Rosell went to the microphone, they'd be like, oh, be quiet. Who's he going to pick? And then Pete Rosell would say, oh, the New York Jets select so-and-so with the first pick, third pick, or whatever. And that's, so when I was, when Pete Rosell said, would, would Chip pick at the NFL draft, Philadelphia Eagles select, Keith Fires. 
I'm here in Dayton, Ohio, with my family, my mother and father. We're sitting around and some friend, my other father friends, and we're sitting in my basement. And there, I got pictures of me on the phone, you know, talking to the Eagles representative, you know, with Buddy Ryan. Say, hey, we just drafted you. Put you on the phone. Welcome to Philadelphia. Put you on the phone with our media people. And we're gonna get you on the plane. Get you here to Philadelphia right away. You know, the draft started at uh, what eight o'clock in the morning. I was drafted before, a little after eleven. I was on a plane to Philadelphia by about what three o'clock, and I was in time to make the six o'clock news. <laughs> so she got that, it all done in time. Right. <laughs> it's like right, boom. it was possible. It was possible. Yeah, you know, Archie Griffin was saying the same thing when you know they didn't even have ESPN when Archie Griffin got drafted. They just got a draft. Hey, the Bengals drafted you. Got a phone call at your apartment or home on the day of the draft. So they can still do that. And, you know, people ask me, did you go to New York for the draft? I'm like, no, nobody went to New York. There was, what did you go to New York for? <laughs> so it was different. And it was okay. You know, but now if they're talking about delaying it just for a show, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah, cause, and that's, I mean, with all the money, I mean, you because you got to know, you're not, it. you know, yeah. who you got to. I know the competitive balance would be the same because everybody's having the same, you know, information. But that's why you have a draft. That's why you have different dates on your calendar mm-hmm. to stick with them. Because now you're gonna throw everything else off as well. I mean, because NFL is still. Mum on this subject. We don't know uh, what happened in the fall. We still don't know how long, where we are with this pandemic that we have going on. Yeah. So football, they've been... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, football's the number one spectator sport. If this was going on in the fall, how would we react? All football games are canceled. College, high school, college, and pro. No local high school? No Buckeye football? No Browns, Bengals? Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, see, March Madness. Is and that could happen still. Yeah, March Madness is such a big deal. It's the I, I'm not going to call it the equivalent to that, but it's, it's probably, the closest thing it's to the it. Closest thing to it. So we're watching just how devastated this country is from a March Madness standpoint. But you're right. March Madness is a month, but we're talking college football, NFL, four months. You know, five months. I mean, we're going into 2021 with it. So. A lot of things can happen. I mean, Major League Baseball right now trying to figure out, okay, we're not going to start on time. They're saying mid-April. It's probably not going to be till May now. They're talking about still trying to get a full 162-game season in. I'm th- they're gonna what are the bookies doing? I mean, right, exactly. Actually, I have no idea. I mean, are the horses still <laughs> going right now? I mean, you ain't going to be book- bookies for how many, how many horse races out there is Vegas going to jump on? This? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, they're, this is impacting them as well. Yeah, but imagine, like, I think it's safe to say, Football, most people bet on football. That's where the majority of the money is bet throughout the year is on, you know, college and professional football. And there's always betting, but most money. Yeah, NFL season week to week and then March Madness for college basketball. But then, yes, you still have weekly. I mean, I'm laughing at even schools like Wright State, their SID was telling me that you look at their social media posts, the people that are commenting the most on them are random people from around the country that place bets on Wright State and they didn't cover one night or that you know what I mean like it, it's oh, yeah. it's so even the smallest of things that you would not think would be bet on they're being betted on so it's crazy but yeah but the majority is what the you're majority like because some people take I'm not talking about the professional gambler who gambles 365 but we got certain people I'm only going to bet on sports only bet on football mm-hmm. or and it's a smaller group only bet on basketball but the ma- majority of people bet on football in the fall whether they have office pools 
whether they have different fantasy leagues. I mean, they have fantasy leagues all around, but their football is the, is, the, is, the, is the main driver of fantasy. So those six months, you know, between uh, say July, August, and February are dedicated to that heavy volume, and that carries, the, you know, the water for the rest of the season, rest of the year. And they're okay right now. They're still flush with cash. But if we we get to the fall and football's delayed, oh, yeah, wow. Because we're acting like this will be, I mean, we may not even have an NBA Finals. We may not even finish the NBA season. College basketball is officially done. The Masters postponed. Someone messaged and said it's, can, it's not canceled, right? It's just post, postponed. Mm. The Masters has just been postponed. Postponed, right. They can play canceled. that at any time of the year. Yeah, and they're going to want to get that in. They're going to get uh, it in. They're going to get that they can. in. Um, so it's just, it's going to, you like know. This weekend, I was talking to someone from um, Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, man, South by Southwest is canceled. And I guess he said, I said, what about next year? He said, that may not ever come back. And you you got Texas roots. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's amazing. I, you know, I don't live there. I have only heard about it. But I, don't, I still don't know how big it is. It's a tech conference as well as the music festival that they have going on. And it brought in, you know, millions of dollars into the city of Austin and was well, the state of Texas but he said that they, they, they're going to probably lose because people are trying to bid for it. They said they had to lay off a third of that event staff. A third of them are gone and he said they don't think those jobs are going to come back because people are looking to snatch that away from them. Anyway, it was Austin, Texas. And, yeah. Right, it's vulnerable now so they may not get that big tech conference back if it happens to, we don't know about the music part, but there's a lot of business associated, associated with it as well. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, and the first four is very strongly grounded here. It's rooted pretty strong here, but that's another one, too. You could say, okay, we didn't have it this year. NCAA is going to have to reshuffle a lot of things. Hopefully that's not one of those things that is a casualty of it as well. I don't think it will be, but it's very similar. It's something that's been a staple, been around forever, but that one year you don't have it, all of a sudden it kind of opens the game up a little bit more. And I right. don't know how the contract works with the first four. I haven't checked that in a while to see how long they have it through. I don't think this was the last year. I think next year was. Yeah, but it's one. not a five- or ten-year contract. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. always going to be vulnerable. You know, they want to make sure it stays fresh. Yep. All right, uh, it's our Sunday morning tailgate show live here on 1410 Wing AM, Dayton's ESPN radio station. Justin Kinner, uh, College Football Hall of Famer Keith Byers with you here. 457-9464. Shay's working the phones. Give Shay Neal a call this morning, and he'll, he'll get you hooked up with us here on the air. So let's transition here. Uh, something I talked about on Friday. Uh, they got a lot of uh, split interaction on or split you, you know, opinions on Keith. And me and you during the break figured out we're on the same side on this. It is very unfortunate. The, how abrupt the season came to an end but uh, it's interesting when you see that okay the spring sports came to a complete end as well and the NCAA came out and ruled that all seniors involved in a spring sport would get an extra year uh, granted of eligibility because they missed their pretty much their entire senior season. I'm all for that in fact I applaud the NCAA for being so proactive on that and making such a quick decision. Right. Um, as far as winter sports though I'm hearing Coach Krzyzewski uh, Gino Ariema from the women's side I'm hearing you know Tom Izzo a lot of these coaches and no surprise want an extra year granted of eligibility for their seniors because their season came to such an abrupt end and they didn't get the NCAA tournament. It's not that I would be angry to see our local seniors here like Trey Landers and Ryan Mikesell come back and play for the Flyers again next year. I won't, I won't be angry if that happens. But I am a little against the idea that, oh, because the NCAA tournament was pulled, that all seniors across the board should get an extra year of eligibility. I don't want to sound cold, but life's not fair sometimes. And this wasn't fair, but it was actually done. Many times life isn't fair. Yeah, and to be honest, the whole thing about you know pulling uh, the NCAA tournament, 
is in a weird way. That was done for you. That was done for you and for your relatives and for your friends and family. This wasn't done to you. Correct, it was correct. done for you. And that's why I don't like how a lot of people are wording it as, oh, their, their basketball season was ripped away from them. With all due respect, and I trust me, I'm a, I would love to see him play. I want March Madness more than anybody. But it was not pulled from you. It was not taken from you. It was done for you to protect you, your friends, family, loved ones. And that's why I'm, I'm I'm against the notion that a senior that the seniors deserve 30 plus more games next year because they at least maybe had one or two games taken away from them this year. Yeah, well, you said that, I think you said it very well. We say you know for you or to you, what was done to someone would be Chase Young at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, you yeah. snatched two games away from him, possible you know his rest of his college career at the time. That's getting something done to you, as opposed to getting done for you. This affects everyone. <laughs> and sometimes it's going to always it's, there's always been collateral damages with you know with, with things like this and that's unfortunately to the senior I mean to the, the senior uh winter sports that's what happens and you know so, you know we're talking about the things we there's always in the news is you know the, the men's and women's uh basketball what about the wrestlers you know and and other winter sports so if somebody's you have to sacrifice something, and it's going to be you. Now, if it would have happened halfway in the season, then I'll be with. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, they didn't even get to the tournament time. So I don't care if they played eighteen or twenty games. That's they get that senior year back. But now you know the tournament was about to start, but you had a complete regular season. Yes, a complete. Everybody had a complete regular season. Hey, I'm sorry. We we can't please everyone because you also got to go. You got guys coming in. Who has committed to your program with the expectation for that senior to be gone or certainly, you know, that third year, second year superstar player, you know, he was going to declare to the NBA and that's how you was doing your recruiting around him. So if you give these seniors a year back. Now, all of a sudden, I don't necessarily need that two guard or that point guard or that small forward. And I'm not going to I had offered him. The kid, this cotton, you know, uh, scholarship, but now I'm gonna pull it out. I don't need him now. I'll wait for the, the guy that's coming out in 2021 instead of 2020. And now you got kids, senior high school seniors, expecting, you know, uh, scholarships, getting, you know, getting a rough pull up, uh, up under them as well. And I mean, so it has a ripple effect throughout more than just this group of seniors. And so somebody has to. Take it on the chin, and it would have to be the current, you know, seniors who are done with eligibility. Yeah, you, I like. You I mean the ripple effect? I mean, you're gonna throw off. I mean, a lot of coaches. I know fans don't pay attention to this, but like the balance of a recruiting class. I mean, you got to have it staggered to where as guys are coming out, you have guys coming in that are filling gaps, and right now that's going to create a. It's going to back up a little bit. Then you're going to have, which is never a bad thing to have too much talent. But again, we know that that's not a. It's a bad thing because right now the culture in college sports is well. If I'm not going to get my playing time, I'm leaving. So then you're going to have guys bounce. You're going to get an extra year. You're going to take one more year of your current seniors and risk two to three to four years of the guys coming in. <laughs> you got to really ask yourself that. But the other question is. Okay, we're talking about the NCAA tournament. Are we going to make the same adjustments for the NIT teams? Should we look down on the NIT at times because it's not the NCAA tournaments? And let's be clear here, Youngstown State out of the horizon, Darius Quisenberry uh, from Wayne plays there. They agreed already before any of this came out. They had already agreed to play in the CBI. Um, so does that mean, right. and he's not a senior, but I'm just bringing him up, his team as an example. Are we going to make exceptions for the CBI teams that we already don't truly look at as being part of the postseason? Ooh. So what do you do? It was Youngstown State, right, Shay? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, 
I just don't see this happening. What I love to but see, uh, like let's Stadium, put it another way. I like I like where you're going. Let's put it, you know, with 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 Ohio State football. Mm-hmm. Let's go back two years ago, and JT Barrett's a senior, and season gets canceled in November. Right before the Michigan game, right before the bowl game and all that stuff. And JT Barrett, well, I'll, I'll get my senior year back. Well, you had Joe Burrows and Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. What? He's coming back for a fifth year? Then, you know, Joe Burrows left anyway. Dwayne Haskins would have left. And then would you ever, you know, could possibly even get – Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. No, because you'd have a he'd have the twenty fifth year of J T Barrett uh, on their roster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he was here forever. He yeah, was never yeah, going yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you know, but those kind of scenarios, you know, you we I use that football example. A lot of people can relate to that, but same with basketball. You know, everybody just foregone conclusion that Obi's gone from University of Dayton. But he doesn't have to be. Say so he wants to come back, and you committed to Dayton. I thought Obi Toppin was gone. Wow, I gotta sit behind him with some more, and I'm not even there yet. So uh, a wrinkle too, yeah. And then that's the that's the thing that coaches have to juggle. Uh, that more of the higher that the high major schools coaches have to juggle with. I mean, Obi's a once in a lifetime type. Player yeah, but like Landers will get another year, and so they they already him yeah. like they ready to replace them. Because why would they not? They're done. You know, you, the most you can have a kid is four seasons. And you're going to give him a fifth year? That's the ripple effect. It'll be, a sixth, year, it'll be a, a sixth year, technically, for Mike so because he already used a medical red shirt a uh, year after having uh, the, the two hip surgeries. That yeah. So, Professionals, you're going to be teaching class yeah. at UD. I was going to say, the only, <laughs> the only other guy in this city that went to school longer than Mike so was me. And <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, four five seven nine four six four. Trust me, am I going to be against watching Mike so and Landers get another year if that happens? Absolutely not. Cassius Winston at Michigan State, I would love to watch another year of him. Um, don't get me wrong, for Wright State, the school that I follow here locally, too, I'd love to see, you know, Cole Gentry and Bill Wampler and those guys get an additional senior year. I just, I don't see it happening. I really don't. But people need to stop referring to the NCAA tournament being taken away from the seniors. It wasn't done to them. It was done for them. I mean, we're not... I mean, it's a pandemic right now. It's a global pandemic, and we're sitting here saying that this was done to them. It was done for them. Let's just be honest. So, yeah, we got our heads in the sand for sports fans. Come on, guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but four five seven nine four six four. And there's a lot of unfair ways that seasons end. I mean, what if Landers would have broke his ankle on the final home game of the season on last Saturday, and then he wasn't able to play in the NCAA tournament? And let's say that we had the tournament. Would all of a sudden the NCAA grant a waiver? Oh, his season ended in a very dramatic, unfair way. We're going to give him another. It doesn't work that way. It's just unfortunate. I'm not against anybody in this. I wouldn't be against them playing next year. I just I don't like the idea of them making. But if I had changes. broken my foot the first game of the regular season, you're a good example too. Yeah, that would have been done. Mm-hmm. It was hard to get a medical red shirt back then. Now they're just looking for reasons. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. For, for particular players. You were a high-caliber player. They would have probably made an exception for you because you want extra years of your stars in college. Yeah. Now, you know, if Joe Blow walk-on like me rolls my ankle, you know what? No, Kenner, you just get on out of here. Done, you're, you're <laughs> but if, you know, if it's an OB or somebody, you know what? You get two years. You get three years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the phones. Four five seven nine four six four. Q, how are you, man? Pretty good. How you been? Those are some pipes. Holy moly. <laughs> hey, um, first of all, I want to congratulate Mr. Byers on the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. And um, we're glad that you're a Jim City King. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I've always been proud to be, be born and raised here in the Jim City. I wear it with a badge of honor. No matter where I go, I'm from Dayton. <laughs> you know it. 
The other thing is this, is it's up in the air whether they're going to, well, we know that they, they're not going to have the uh, NCAA tournament, but I understand that it's up in the air whether they will at least release the brackets. Is that correct? Yeah, that, and we talked about that Friday, too. That's still up in the air, but I think if that was going to happen, it would have been decided and announced that they would release it today. It doesn't mean that they can't release it later in the week, but it would have been nice if they would have released it today just so that so UD can go down and say, hey, we were a one seed that year. We didn't get to play the tournament out because of the pandemic, but we were a one seed that year. I really wish that they would do it that way, to be honest with you. So do I, and um, here's a little idea and remember guys if they do it you heard it here first so i'm going to talk to them <laughs> about my 20 percent <laughs> so what they should do is release the bracket and at that point the uh gamers the programmers of the games should release a video game of at least uh sweet 16 or an elite eight so it won't be played out in the physical but it could be played out on a video game. I think they're doing that. Not to take uh, money out of your pocket, but uh, I've been watching along on, fa or on YouTube. They have this YouTube channel that they have these guys that created the, the, the whole bracket uh, based on mm -hmm. Lenardi's last one with, the, with this. It's either the NBA game that you could download college teams on or it's the old mm -hmm. college game. But they're literally playing out the March Madness bracket on YouTube right well, now. Well, how do they play the Madness part out? Because... The, who's going to get upset in, in a bracketology thing? I mean, people are still going to bet on video games. Yeah, That's but somebody's going to get upset. <laughs> it's going to be an upset. You don't know who it's going to be. But it's consistently, every year, that's why we love the tournament, is this upsets. Right, right, right. The only thing, well, with that, I mean, when they program it, you know, they're looking at numbers and percentages anyway. So, Yeah, matchups. Yeah. And so, and match at the end of it, the number one seed should always be the champion. <laughs> yeah, in that in that world, it, yeah, it should. But I mean, I guess that's why they're gamers, though. They've got to look at every little element. But that's good. I didn't know they were doing that. But uh, that's great. I hope they do at least. Yeah, I uh, saw someone play yeah. at the whole A10 tournament. Like they were YouTubing the entire A10 tournament and had it play out. Uh, it's not complete yet, but I saw that UDB VCU yesterday in the A10 tournament on the YouTube channel. So there's that. Good, great. <laughs> All right, hey, that's it, man. You guys have a good weekend. Uh, thank you. Thanks again for calling. Yep. All right, four five seven nine four six four. Uh interesting how all that is gonna work and yeah, four five seven nine four six four. Then the phone lines are open, Shay taking your calls and of course uh, we'll take them live here on the air. Justin Kinner, College Football Hall of Famer Keith Byers with you here on this Sunday morning. Um but let me ask you this too. Let's like should they release? The, I believe they should at least release the bracket. I mean, you take your con, your regular season conference champions and just give them the auto bid to the tournament. I know the tournament wouldn't be played out, but you would at least give the gratification of those kids to, an idea to know where they're at. But I also said, I think it would hurt. If I'm a UD player or fan, I think it would hurt to see the bracket and see that, oh, man, we could potentially match up with the Florida, or Florida with the Kansas again for a rematch. Oh, man, we'd run into Duke in the Final Four. Oh, man. You, I want said, to see you got her, me but. thinking. I, but I'm thinking <laughs> both sides of the scenario. Uh, I would I would release it with mystery because you don't want to give away the secret sauce on how you put this team where. So I would put them up in what? Who's your uh, one seeds? Who's your? Yeah, these are the these are the uh, four one seeds. These are the four two seeds That's all fair. the way down. Well, which air? Who's the number one? Who's number? Well, you never know. Uh -huh. yeah. You don't know who's number overall number one. You don't know who's the number and who was in the east and who was in the west. Well, we don't know. 
<laughs> you know, but I did get to tell you who's the four ones and who the four twos were and who the four threes all the way, you know, all the way down to 16. And who was the first four? Well, it was eight. You know, the, well, no, the first four teams that got to play in and who would have been in Dayton playing, who would that have been? You know, that... I mean, we're just talking about, I mean, what, you got Gonzaga in the mix. I mean, who knows? Yeah, so you, you know. released those names, in, but you don't necessarily release the matchups is, is the point I'm getting to. So you're not going to say, you know, two versus um, 15. We don't. It'll be one of those, This these twos against, you know, these 15s, these ones against these 16s. So, but without exactly being able to say, oh, Dayton would have played, Team X and Team Y, they would have beat them, and I'll oh, see they they would have been in the Sweet Sixteen. Just you know, just well, you tell have UD me. fans anointing themselves as that's it. We're twenty two. I mean, they're pulling a UCF. They're just naming themselves the national champions without playing the games out. You know, UCF didn't like that they didn't get a shot to make the playoffs, so they, no, they held a parade. Do that. And I, I mean, in college basketball, more so than any other tournament, the best team. And this isn't a shot at anybody. The, the best team never wins the national championship. It's Hardly, fair. yeah. I mean, if Duke was more of a shot to the be a national one championship, the number one seed probably wins it. This year. I, I do my research, but I'm going to say, you know, um, three out of ten times. Well, actually, I have 30%. it right here. The number one seed has made it to the final four 57 times, uh, and they've won 22 national championships. The number one seed has. 22 out of Of the one seeds. Of the one seeds. Uh, The two seeds have won five national championships. The three seeds have won four. The four has won one. But again, we're talking about how many tournaments? How many tournaments? I mean, it's... I mean, 22 is very low. Shay, look up how many NCAA tournaments there's been, if you don't mind. It's more than 60, because Ohio State just celebrated their 60th. So, you know... So, So I mean... It goes back to at least the 35-40 season. But so, it's it, yeah to get to a Final Four even though, I mean the I mean it's rare. For, I mean we've only had one time I think or I still don't even think we've had every one seed make it. Maybe yeah, once but a few remember, years ago. now I remember when the tournament 80. was only thirty two teams. Eighty. So of the eighty, 80, 80 tournaments, the one seed is one twenty two of them. So numbers not compl- as low as I thought it would be, but it's also not very high to sit there and annoy yourself nationally. Well, see what numbers get because in those early years it was probably it was probably sixteen yeah. teams, yeah. eight teams playing. <laughs> And I, <laughs> I, I, I remember when it was, uh, I, I want to say even 24, but I definitely remember 32 teams. And then 48, and then 64, but I remember 32. Like the, the UD team that would um, that uh, played against UCLA with Bill Walton, mm-hmm. the 74 team. I think certainly it was no more than 32 teams in the NCAA tournament at that time. <laughs> so it was hard because that's when you had to be ranked in the top 20. And if you wasn't ranked in the top 20, you wasn't getting in. And it was only 12 at-large bids Then a lot of, because there was only very few schools that had conference tournaments in the 70s. I know the SEC did and maybe a few others, but the Pac-12, I don't believe they did, and the Big Ten certainly didn't. Um, so it was harder to make the tournament. So a lot more of the one seeds did win as opposed to when you expanded out to 64, more 68. to get tripped up. It was hard to get there. Yeah, really so that's is. why I don't really want to see them do the matchups and say, well, you'd have been in the East and the Southeast and the West. I don't want to see that. Just tell me who the four ones are, even though we kind of know. Uh, you know, uh, tell me who the ones are. Tell me it, it, that's that's the information enough. Because if UD don't win the A ten, they would probably lose their one status. Yeah, they would have to win out to get the one. Status. Yeah, and say for whatever reason why 
another team in the Big Ten would win it. Say if Indiana or Iowa won the Big Ten tournament, they wouldn't be a number one seed, but they would knock somebody else out, and that would open up. You know, it, not, it would the madness of March Madness it's would really effect. come into effect. Yep. So just tell me who the ones, who the twos, who the threes, et cetera, and we can go from there. Or don't tell me anything. Cancel is cancel. The season is officially. But canceled. you know who's in. So UD, would, they can't do a UCF. They can't say you're national champions. You can't do that. Even if they was undefeated, you know, like Larry Bird's Indiana State team, <laughs> you know, they were uh, second best team in the country. So Dayton, you had a great year. It's one for the ages. We're going to be talking about this season for the next five, ten, fifteen, twenty plus years. Yep. And too bad it didn't end. With a national championship, but who said it? You know, who said it wouldn't have? Yeah, I said earlier in the week. I know you wanted the season to end in the NCAA tournament, but the second best case scenario is how the season played out. You, your last game of the year was last Saturday, all right, yeah. and you started the day off with College Game Day in town for the first time ever. You had Jay Billis wearing the band director's light-up jacket with the captain's hat, doing a live Sports Center shot from the Flyer fans. Uh, I mean, it was you had Reese Davis there. You had you know you had all these big ESPN names there covering College Game Day, bringing <laughs> College Game Day to Dayton for the first time ever. The atmosphere was electric. Then later that night, you win your final game to go 18 and 0 and 810. You're cutting down the nets at the end of the night. You're hoisting up the 810 trophy. Uh, you're saying goodbye to your seniors who get the bid, you know, the farewell videos. Uh, it was a special night. It was a special day. It started out special with game day. It ended special. If there was a second best way to end the season, that's that moment. was it. We'll go down to history. That's, if that's your last 30, memory, 40 years from now. Good. Like We're talking about the, <laughs> the UD team to play against Bill Walton in the 70s. Yep. That was 45 almost 50 years ago. We'll be talking about you, you know, 45 years. The, the 2020 season the UD had. It's a historic moment. But hey, do it again. Yep. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. Do it next season. All right, uh, let's go to Darren in Centerville. What's up, Darren? How you doing today, guys? Good. Good morning. Wash, wash your hands. Already done. Been trying to rubber gloves on. <laughs> so two things. I don't know if you heard, but Florida State named themselves as the uh, national champions. Yeah, someone sent uh, that link in, and I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I wanted to read it first. But what, the national champs are what? <laughs> the national championships of the college basketball season. Okay. Uh, their, their state, the state house did. It wasn't uh, Florida State in general, but it was the uh, the, the, the state, state of Florida. Of Florida. Yeah. Uh, secondly, CBS Sportsline has run over ten thousand simulations with the last, um, you know, bracket that was that was given out, uh-huh. uh, which had Kansas as the number one seed. It has Gonzaga and Baylor and Dayton as all the number one seeds. Yep. And uh, according to the 10,000 simulations, in the uh, Elite Eight, Michigan State loses to Dayton. And then Dayton beats Duke in the Final Four to beat Gonzaga for the national championship. So (laughs) according to CBS Sportsline and their 10,000 simulations, Dayton is the national champion. But they're not. No one is. But I see what you're I, saying. I, I know what you're, you were talking about the the guy that called. Oh, the video show game one, yeah. And, that, and people are addicted 20%, to it. He wants his twenty percent, but I think it's already been taken care of. So. Yeah, and it's funny too because so, a lot of people. I saw a, a thing on uh, Barstool Sports the other day that it's just a, it's a bunch of college kids all sitting in the living room and they're all just betting money. They have two NBA teams playing each other on a simulated thing and they've all placed bets. How on much the alcohol involved? Yeah, well, I mean it's college. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's. I mean, people are finding ways to fill the void. Uh, trust me. Yeah, I wish that uh, like 
like uh, ESPN and and all these sports television shows would start just playing old games. You know, they should play the Final Four from you know 2000 and I mean 1988 or 1980 mm-hmm. or Bird Magic. I mean, they, that's what they need to be doing to fill all this void because there's nothing new to talk about. Yeah, they got I no mean, content to do that. Maybe, maybe the NFL draft and free agency, but the NFL draft's going to be a complete joke. I mean, are they going to bring these kids in and have them there with nobody in the stand in the in the out in the out open, or is it just going to be? Why would that be a joke? Yeah, I'm sorry, why is that a joke? Wh- what? Why? Are you, why do you call it a joke? You said the draft would be a joke from. Well, because it won't be what we're used to. It's it's, it's going to be a studio shot. Or are they going to try to bring people in and and have like the number one draft pick in a studio with, uh, <laughs> with the, the the commissioner of the the sport, and that be the only thing that's there? Or are they going to just do everything remote, remote access via Skype? Um, you know, it's going to be real interesting because this isn't going to be over before the draft. No, no, but. Uh... Uh, how long have you been watching the draft? A very long time since you were drafted. Okay, you remember when I was drafted? You, right. do you remember how what that was like? Yes, but it's different now. We're, we're used to watching. Well, that wasn't a joke. Of, yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, but compared to now, I'm saying well, it's just it a different flavor. Draft. I mean, right. I wouldn't call it a joke because that wasn't no big deal to Your go first to New cell York. Phone was a joke because <laughs> <laughs> about the size of a football. And you made both of us. Now you have something that could run the world in your palm of your hand. I'm just saying in general. It's, it's okay, not, you know, I got you. But I said we can adjust. What we're, we're used to or what we're expecting. So, but, um, but I no, mean, the, I, the, night I, is, the, the, the draft night will still be special whether you get to walk down a red, to red carpet or not. It'll be spe- but but even then, it's like. It'll be special to you. If you was uh, two years ago and, or, or yeah, three years, two or three years ago, and you didn't see all the pomp and circumstance, and your team was the Dallas Cowboys, and they, they drafted Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, pretty special. The New York Giants drafting Saquon Barkley, that's pretty special. You, you know, like Lamar, you I, would like that on your team, and that there's your favorite players. You know, whether they you got to see them walk down the red carpet in April or not, <laughs> you were more concerned about the, I mean, the touchdowns and the sacks and stuff they score in the fall than what they did in April. Yeah, and the thing is, too, I don't care about the pomp and circumstance, to be honest. Does it enhance it? Is it cool, like, watching in Nashville and stuff in years past? Yeah, but all I care about for my team, who's my guy getting? Who's my team getting? Yeah. Like, that's all I care about. Can he tackle? Can he score? Can he, Can he block? <laughs> Can he catch the ball? Can he throw it? No, but at least it was cool watching him walk the ramp in Vegas this year. Did you see the suit he had on? Oh, he was looking fly. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, the and look, ratings were really good for the draft before they took it on the road and added all the pomp and circumstances. In fact, there's a reason it built up to take it on the road because they realized, man, this is a ratings juggernaut right here. It built itself big enough to be. We can make some money. They're going to do it. All right, uh, Keith Byers, Justin Kenner with you. Hits our Sunday morning tailgate show presented by Frickers. We'll pick up with more of your calls and reaction on the other side of the break. We haven't even talked about uh, Byers' take on how this has impacted the high school side of things. Byers, of course, played in state championships in high school. Uh, you know, he's played in big bowl games, Rose Bowls, big games in, in college, and then the Super Bowl in the NFL. But we'll talk about his take on how the high school side has been impacted by this, plus more of your calls when we come back. <laughs> Kenner, Keith Byers, back with you here on Sunday morning. It's our Sunday morning tailgate show presented by Frickers right here on Dayton's ESPN Radio. 
1410 Wing AM, and of course we're streaming live at wingam.com. All right, again, good Sunday morning. We are no longer on location for the next few weeks as we kind of get a better picture of how this is going to be handled moving forward. All shows will continue as normal. Uh, we'll be on 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. The Keith Byers Show, Mondays from noon to 1. Sunday morning tailgate, 11 to 12.30. All local programming will continue as is as far as Wing AM is concerned. Uh, we will just be limiting uh, our appearances on the road. Again, just, you know, we don't want to be the ones saying, hey, don't go out and gather in large groups. Hey, don't go out. And then us say, hey, by the way, come gather and watch us do our show. <laughs> it's kind of hypocritical. So that's where we stand as far as that is concerned. So, But, yeah, I laugh at that. Like, other, like you have a lot of radio stations who are like, oh, make sure you're washing your hands. Stay out of large areas, you know, where there's big, you know, large gatherings. But, by the way, we're going to be out at this car dealership <laughs> this weekend. Come on out. First hundred people get blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you are, you're you're a hypocrite. You're defeating the purpose. So that's why I'm like, you know, I, I get it. I was frustrated at first, but I do understand it. Uh, so for the station still doing remotes in town, you're you're being a hypocrite. You can't tell people not to gather in groups and then say, but, hey, because we got to make money at our radio station, come on out. we got some items for you to win. Hmm. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, see, I haven't even been home yet since I got off the airplane. And... Do I need to go to the grocery store? What's at the grocery store? Can I get some meat? I mean, if you just want to walk in to see that there's nothing there. Now, I don't know. I haven't even been to... We do the grocery pickup, by the way. If you haven't done that, that's like heaven. For a lazy guy like me, just to put it on the app and pay for it over the phone, and then just text him when I get there, and the guy brings it out to your car and loads it for you, that's awesome. Oh, you do that? Yeah. I was skeptical at first. I'm like, what's the catch? There's probably a fee. Probably No, no fee. You just got to spend $30 or more, and it's free. So... Yeah, it's not hard to do with these prices. Yeah. So, yeah, no kidding. Uh, but not bad. But, yeah, toilet paper seems to be the hot commodity as well as hand sanitizer and some other stuff. And hmm. So there we go. Um, so how's my TP sitch at home? I don't know. I say you haven't been back home. <laughs> well, we said, look, you know, we were going to do a trivia later this week on the show, and the prizes are going to be toilet paper. We're, we're going to give out, you know, an individual roll of toilet paper if you get the trivia question right. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's like probably the best prize we've ever given away here on Wings. So there's that. But, all right, 457-9464. Steve from Springboro, True American. How are you this morning? What's up, dude? Morning. Sitting around waiting on free agency to start at 1 o'clock. I don't know if uh, we're going to do anything or not, but uh, I'm still going to watch it just for a little while, see what's going on with anybody, see who's going to move and whatever. Uh, glad that the uh, NFLPA got the contract settled. So we got football now for the next, uh, what, I don't know how many years. Was Ten, it? Years. Ten, Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. That'll work. That'll work. And I'm sure they, probably nobody's ever happy. In my small situation, you know, when I sit through negotiation, nobody's ever happy, totally happy one way or the other. But I heard they get, it got ratified by, like, what, 60 votes or something? Well, I haven't even had time to read I up on it, it but I was going to read the small print to see what they did for the, the retired players. That's the thing. That's what I want to know. Yeah, those those guys like the old Dick, because the guys that made this game great to what it is today, they've been, you know, they've been neglected, and that's wrong. It's wrong any way you slice it, man, because those guys paid for played for peanuts. A lot of them worked, uh, you know, jobs on the off season. My God, Jim Brown uh, worked for Pepsi in the off season. You know what I mean? Did you see these guys doing that today? They're worried about their next Nike endorsement or, you know, whatever. So that's, that's definitely the old guys need to be taken care of. And I guess I'm saying that because I'm getting an older guy, getting ready to get to retirement, you know. But anybody that made anything successful, like the old players do, just like our military, they deserve everything they, they should have. You know, they shouldn't want for anything. That's just my personal opinion. Also, I was talking to my brother this morning a little bit, and he said, I don't know if you guys knew about this or not. Somebody came up with some computer 
uh, Merchant Madness thing, and I don't know if you guys heard it or not, but they had UD beating Gonzaga for the national championship by one point. Did you guys see that? Yeah, well, I think yeah. the caller, too, brought it up last. They, yeah, they did those, I think over, it's like, what, 10,000 simulations is what yeah. the caller said. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's, it, trust me, it's a great talking point, of course. I see the headlines for some of the you know other outlets in town that say this might uh, this was going to sting even worse, UD fans, and I and I yep. bet you that's true. I think they wanted well, to see that play I out in person. They, guys, me personally, the way they're playing, I know you know they play in you know their conference. It's not you know it's not like the Big Ten and yada yada yada. But I'm telling you, man, I, I think that with the team they had, they could have definitely made the Final Four. Definitely made the Final Four. And then you, it, when you get into basketball, as you well know, guys, anything can happen. And the team gets hot at the right time, just like in the playoffs in football, whatever, you know. So, all right, dudes, I'll talk to you later. All right, Steve, take care. Thanks, Steve. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be – that's going to be the big talk moving forward. And then college basketball start to, you know – and that's the thing, too. So we've heard Dayton, we've heard Florida State. Who else has won the national championship? I mean, everyone's going to come out and just – if all the one seeds just want to come out and anoint themselves, the uh, and even the two seeds for that matter. And this is the one tournament you cannot say that. I agree. I mean, that's the one where I mean the NBA. It's there's really no upsets in the NBA. Rarely. I mean, I mean, well, they, well, look at the NBA. Toronto won last year, but everybody knows if Golden State was healthy, there's no way they beat them four out of seven games. Yep. yep. You know, I mean, they got the whole team on the sidelines. Well, someone <laughs> said, "Oh well, look at the East. That was a that was an upset. Toronto getting there was it? LeBron's no longer in the East." All right. He was no longer in the East last year. It was his first year with the Lakers. The East was wide open. You had no clue what you were getting out of the but East. But also remember the Kawhi Leonard shot. He hit in the Eastern Conference Finals. But my Sixers, three no, hops off the rim. And, it's a and different story. It's a different story. But they, it went in. You know, so in certain things in sports, you always will have that. But to say we would have done this, no. Which uh, sport is the most chalk? I would say NBA is chalk. More times than not. I mean, it's rare. The last time there was a one versus eight upset in the NBA because you know series kind of prevent that. You had, I think it was the Warriors over the the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks were one seed. I think it was Baron Davis and the and the Warriors that upset. Well, I remember Denver beating. They they were the with the Campbell Matumbo. That was the previous one then. Yeah, but I think those. That's when it was three games instead of five. It wasn't seven. Yeah, and again, a lot easier. Yeah, less games. But the NBA protects their top seeds because the best teams are going to beat you more times than not in a seven-game series. If it's a one game, anything can happen in a one game, and that's that's the greatness of March. You know, madness. The NFL, you usually get. See, but that's the that's the knock about baseball playoffs. The, The wild card game is one game, and that's it. All season long, baseball is, you know, you play series. You don't yep. play one game. 162 games that come down to one. To one. Like, yeah. come on. Until they, that's bad about baseball, you know, postseason play. You know, play at least a, at least a three-game series, two home and one away, you know, to determine it. At the very least. Uh, but that's a different subject for a different day. Uh, but to call yourself national champions based on a – uh, uh, something is going to constantly, you know, the underdogs. It's always based on upsets, and uh, I, I, I understand it. You want to feel good, feel good about your season. That's why the AT season, Atlantic Ten, you know, uh, season is important. The Big Ten season is important. The SEC, etc. But now we get ready for this tournament. We don't know who's going to win this tournament. And that's why I want them to release the 64 teams, the 68 teams that would have got, you know, um, with their body of work, they've done enough, you know, to uh, to receive an invitation. Now, 
but again, we haven't even got to, the, to all the conference championships where the upset team could have got in there. And, and the, who was that to beat Wright State the other day? Um, UIC. Now yeah. They lost, ended up losing to Northern Kentucky. No, but if, if they had went on to win a tournament. Yep. Yeah. Bids, I mean, because then you're going to get the bid stealers. And a lot of times the bid stealing comes from the conferences like the A-10 where you're projected to have maybe UD and and obviously Rhode Island possibly or, you know, whoever. I I'm, know I'm, I'm missing another one out of there that's right. Oh, Richmond. Sorry, Richmond was uh, talk of a bubble. Team. So well, like, St. Louis is going to make it anyway. So, like, let's say if, like, UD and, and Richmond were the two that were going to represent the A-10. But, you know what, UD gets upset in the A-10 tournament and then you get VCU that goes on to win. Now all of a sudden the A-10 goes from a two-bid league to a three-bid league and then that's where you have the bid stealing, uh, so then that's where that's where it's tough to just sit there and say, oh well, we were going to be an NCAA tournament this team this year. Well, maybe the bubble teams you'll just never know, you know. And there's a lot of teams out there that hang banners. UD doesn't hang banners, but there's a lot of teams out there that hang banners for well, making the that? NCAA tournament. I don't. Know, they don't. They should. They need to be retiring jerseys. They need to be on yes. some of their form. They have. They have a history. And a pretty good history, pretty rich. And it's weird because I think UD does about as good a job as any college out there of honoring their history, but that's the one area that they miss out on. I mean, they're very good at referencing their history, but I feel like they don't. I feel like they should be doing more, hanging you know jerseys, banners, stuff like that. But interesting yeah. nonetheless. Uh, but there's a lot of teams that hang banners for NIT appearances, for NCAA tournament appearances. A lot of mid-major schools, Wright State does that. I mean, you know you punched your ticket to the NIT, but do they hang an NIT banner next year? Or if they would have won the conference tournament, you hang an NCAA tournament banner even though you didn't play in it? I think you still do. Yeah. That's why I think it's important that they do announce who would have I need made to get over to see all the UDs. So, like, I haven't I heard about the Donahue Center, but I haven't really been through there. Mm -hmm. But where is their, their uh, homage to history of former players? You know, where you can see the Jim Patterson. The Paxons, time capsule being there. The uh, Donald Smiths yeah. and all the Herb Giddings and all those great players of the 70s, 80s, 90s, Roosevelt Chapmans, you, you name it. All the way to now, where where are those guys? That Well, right, I mean, there's no statues or there's no plaques Well, I didn't like see that. their pictures. I mean, where's their head and shoulder yeah. shot? That you see when you go to a UD basketball game, you see now when you in went the did arena. you walk around the, the atrium or did you walk around the, the track or what the concourse, uh, I guess? Not really. Because they have a lot of... But it's a lot of recent pictures, though. It's a lot of former players that are, you know, basically muralled on the wall, which is pretty neat. Uh, but it's nothing... But ode to the past. No, nothing like that. Now, I know down in their athletic center, they have, like, a wall that former Flyers come and they sign the wall and stuff. It's like a, you know, a lot uh, of But you go in the Schoenstein Center, which is, you know, that's such a... You know, it's, it's a bigger place in, than UD yes. Arena. Yep. But I got a picture in the Schoenstein, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, of football players. Bas I mean, so different sports as well as basketball got theirs. And keep in mind, the shot is not only Ohio State's. Like, UD Arena is UD's. Like, that's their, exactly. it's a basketball arena. That should be a basketball time capsule. And it is. I'm not saying they do a good job. They're not the Bengals, put it that way. But they, I'm surprised that they don't do more when it comes to that. That's all. I mean, I should be able to go back there and see a picture of players from, you know, from, you know by decades. Mm -hmm. You know, some of their great players each decade. You know, as, as, as you know, as a, I'm sure they probably have that in the Donahue Center or in the media guy. But people look at media guys these days. Yeah. So, all right. But four five seven nine four six four. Real quick here before we get into some of this beginning stages of NFL free agency talk, which I know you'll touch on. I'm sure tomorrow and and we will throughout the week. But I'm the we had um, Carol, the Carol Patriots. They were their girls team advanced to the state tournament this weekend at St. John Arena. Mm. Now, we know that the state tournament was canceled. But, Keith, get this. 
We had a caller the other day. It was the track coach for Carol that called in to give the details of this. When we're talking about how bad we feel for the for the seniors, for the grown men of the NCAA tournament that didn't get to play. I think this is horrible right here. Carol, they announced that okay, state tournament will go on. You'll play in front of an empty arena, though. I think every you know you get about four tickets for family members and, right, and, and four. you know so. There was limited people there, but no fans, no student section. It wasn't the complete, you know, state experience, but they were going to at least get to compete. Carol arrives to the shot, or not to the shot, to St. John Arena, the, what I said, Thursday morning, I guess. Oh, they're, yeah, they were playing St. John Arena yeah, instead so, of Shot. Yep. So Thursday morning, they pull up, completely dressed, shoes on, taped up, ready to go, warming up on the floor. He called and said 15 minutes and 49 seconds was on the clock when league officials let both teams know that they need to go back to the locker room and they cancel the games and they never played. That, to me, is the saddest thing. It's sad to, like, Trotwood. I talked with Coach Rockwell the other day. It, you know, they were in the regionals round, okay? It sucks that their season comes to an end like that, okay? Don't get me wrong. It sucks for everyone's season that came to an end. But for Carroll, they are the biggest victims in all of this. I want to give a shout-out to every single girl yes. on that team and everyone. They were on, and I don't even know who they were playing. In uniform. In uniform, warming up, a sweat going. The excitement, the jitters, like, man, we're playing in a state semifinal. Like, the parents were there. They were, they're nervous. Like, man, we get to see our girls potentially go. And with 15 minutes and 49 seconds, uh, the league officials went up to him and said, hey, we're, we're pulling the plug. And this is the same morning that the A-10 and college conferences were pulling theirs as well. But that's devastating to me. Yes, well, you said, well, that's good. we're going to get this game. I'm yeah. warming up. We're going to play. Yeah, you know, it stinks for UD and the colleges who anticipated a big college run. But to me, the biggest victims in this entire thing, um, and I'm sure there's other high schools and other states that went through this too, but the Carroll Patriots, with 15 minutes and 49 seconds on the warm-up clock, were taped up. They were sweating already. The parents were ready to go, and they're let they're, they're told to go well, to their locker rooms. in the air. Yeah. You just... And, and that's to me that's the saddest thing about that oh, that has to be the worst i mean for you it's one thing if you're told a week in advance hey that state tournament you qualified for we're pulling the plug on it because of the the pandemic going on and the coronavirus concerns it's going to be tough to swallow it'll hurt but this hurts worse but it does i mean my first game and we was playing the state semifinal on that thursday night against uh the newark high school mm -hmm. and you told me we was going to get pulled off the court with 15 minutes and 49 <laughs> I mean, that was a dream come true. I mean, growing up, being a sports fan all my life, you know, going to UD Fieldhouse to watch, play, you know, uh, games as a kid, then the UD Arena, and, you know, heard about St. John's Arena in Columbus. That's where the state tournament is going to be at. One of these days, I would love to play in a state tournament. I qualify. I warm up. In the midst of my warm-ups, they sit me down. That's it. You're not going to play? I'd be crushed. I'd yep. be crushed. I mean, you like look at the seniors on that basketball team. They don't. There's no more next years. You know, this is it. I mean, and that, that's a special moment. That's why you know I, I love watching the state tournament because you know that's the last time a lot of those girls and boys are going to pick up a basketball. Yep. <laughs> you know that that's it. The finale. There's no of pro it. ball. There's no college ball. Right. That's just that's it. Their high school career. Um, that's it. Some of them are going to be married with four kids. Yeah, I used to play basketball. Your mother used to play basketball. I was a yep. baller. Let me pull out the tape. Let me see. watch me in the state tournament. Oh, mama, you was getting down. <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's bad. So, but no, just something to think about. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to them. And look, there are sad stories all over the place. Um, and I, you know, I'm not ignoring anyone else's, but uh, that was just from a caller that called in and shared that earlier in the week. 
That's devastating. Like I said, it's one thing like if you if you punched your ticket to state and they were told on Monday the week of that they couldn't go. That's gut wrenching. That's horrible. But you were on the floor. You were taped up. You mentally you had your headphones in. I'm sure listening to music before the game. You and you were envisioning yourself scoring points. You know, defending, running the plays, yes. you know, executing the game plan. And yeah, I mean, um, it happened so fast. Yep. I mean, because they went on Saturday to qualify for the tournament. And I know the news media and everything was going on like, wow, okay, they may it's a possibility it might get canceled, maybe. And then, okay, it looks like it's going to definitely go on because we're on a bus. We done got to Columbus. We done worn that dressed. Why would you not think you're going to play? Yep. That hurts. That, that's real devastating. I get it. Here's the other news out of that, too. Now, the NCAA has completely canceled, you know, NCAA tournament. Uh, they've completely canceled spring sports. Athletics for the remainder of the 1920 uh, athletic and academic school year are completely canceled. With the OHS, with the OHSAA, it's still indefinitely suspended. We know that students are on an extended three-week spring break now, um, and there is talk that they could potentially resume the state tournament and regional for the boys after that. But here's what I don't get. I talked to my former high school coach the other day. I said, hey, if you were still coaching us and we were in this situation, would you still practice with us over the next three weeks with the risk of having to break our hearts again and tell us, yeah, guys, we got reared up. We got, you know, we watched film. We were already just for me to pull the plug on you again. And he said that would be tough. He said, but also keep in mind, students aren't allowed in school, which means legally, OHSA bylaws, you cannot practice with your team. Like on snow days, if you're snowed out, teams are not allowed to practice. You are not allowed to go practice on days. You cannot meet with your coach. Now, my coaches would always do that. Now, listen, I'm going to be in the gym at this time if we just all accidentally happen to meet <laughs> yeah, here we have at an this open time. Gym. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, So, what are you doing in the next three weeks? Do you risk hurting these girls and boys again, getting them mentally geared up to play? Um, or... Do you just say, you know what, we're done? Like, I don't know how... The we're team done. And if you're the OHSA, I know it hurts, but just pull the plug. I think you're doing more damage by leaving the hopes of them being able to play. When In all reality, looking at how this is growing, I don't see it being clear. And, how, and how will they play? What kind of quality of basketball? Yeah. We haven't practiced in a week, two weeks, three weeks. Hey, all of a sudden we're going to do... No. It's just tough. It's a tough situation. And I give Jerry Snodgrass and them a ton of credit. They're doing everything in their power to, to, to give them this. But I think you're hurting them more because if you get their hopes up again, you already got their hopes up and slashed them when you said, okay, no fans. And then they mentally got over that and said, okay, it's still a state tournament. Then they got geared up for that, and then you pulled the plug on that, and then they got hurt again. And now you're going to get them ramped up again for three weeks potentially just to tell them again in three weeks that, yeah, we're, there's no way we're getting this done. I just think it's best for everyone if you pull the plug on it, and it's unfortunate. But I just think that that's the, better, the best thing to do at this point. Not that anyone's asking me. No, but, but you're right. You're, I, I, think that, I, I think you're spot on. And it's, it, it, it's a bad situation, but we didn't make it this way. Mm-hmm. And neither did they. Neither did Jerry Snodgrass. Did nobody, no one right. made it this we way. We inherited it's a tough it, spot. And we still don't know. Mm-hmm. We are still, you know, getting gathering information. And it's easy to say in foresight, you know, right now, but it, it, when I think we got all the information, we'd be glad that we did post-tick-pone these games. I don't think it's, uh, uh, you know, panic. Oh, y'all should at least wait. No, we've waited long enough. You know, now let's get answers. Yep. Yep. So that's going to be key um, moving forward. Now, with that being said, like I said, I just want to give a shout-out to the Carroll girls basketball team because... 15, I mean, it was funny because the track coach that called in, he was just calling in. I 
to give us more perspective on it. I think he said it was the principal. I think he said the principal had to go and deliver the bad news, but he said that the principal just knew it was such a horrible situation because he remembered the exact second on the clock. Wow. I mean, isn't that so detailed? 15 minutes and 49 seconds is when he remembered looking up, knowing he had to go deliver the news to those girls who were warming up. It's it's a sad situation for everybody, but to me, my heart goes out to them. Now that's why you get paid the big bucks. You yep. have to go in there and, and, and say do that. Yep. So yeah, because I, I mean I hate you know breaking kids' hearts and something like that with us. That's a heartbreaker. Yep, it is, and I know a lot of people out there, and I'm getting tweets now saying, "Oh, stop that! You know this. Don't be you know you got to blame the OHSA. They they are overreact. Stop." I'm going to say the this same thing. Overreaction. Yeah, this is an overreaction, uh-huh. folks. I'm going to say the same thing we did about the NCAA earlier. I feel bad for the seniors whose seasons came to an abrupt stop, but people need to stop wording things as this happened to them, this happened for them. The OHSAA making the decisions <laughs> that they're doing was not done to hurt the girls or to hurt the boys, to hurt the athletes and to hurt the communities. This was done to protect the boys, the girls, the coaches, the faculty, and the community. The NCAA, UD, I keep seeing people say, I can't believe the NCAA screwed us over. They d- they didn't screw you over. They did this for you, not to you. We need to start looking yeah. at it that way. I mean, and I, I'm probably one of the biggest movie buffs out there, but I'm not even thinking about going to the movie theater right now. I was going to say, you always go to the movie theater. I know. <laughs> I love the movie, but sure, I'm going to have to be in there with the hazmat suit on. Yep. So, uh, I, you know, so... I watched uh, this morning, I was telling you, Outbreak, or I think it's Outbreak. Outbreak, was, uh, Outbreak. yeah. I was watching that before. They gave me the heebie-jeebies watching that because there's just a lot of very realistic things in there. That you know, That was a movie from 97, I believe. It was a, it was yeah, on Netflix. I remember it. I think it's a movie from 97. Dustin was, Hoffman, yeah. Renee Russo, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. And oh, I'm yeah. not a big it movie a guy. Young, it was somebody young hotshot at the time. I can't think of when Tom Cruise was in the movie. No, the guy that played radio. What's his name? Um, oh, yeah. Cuba, uh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. he was. The, that may not have been who you're talking about. but No, yeah, but I, I knew it was a young actor. I couldn't remember. It was one of his was. first movies he ever did. Right. And, uh, and big was, movies, yeah. Yep. So, all right, that wraps it up for us today. Thank you, everyone. Again, we are doing all shows as normal moving forward. We are just no longer on the road doing them. Um, just during this stretch, uh, we are not going to pull the all voices for radio, yeah. none for faces. Yes, uh, we don't need these faces <laughs> no out face there. You're going faces through, yet. You're going through <laughs> enough. You don't need to see these faces. Uh, but we'll have the Keith Byers show from noon to one uh, tomorrow. Every Monday, we we'll, of course have the afternoon show from three to six. Uh, you know, as planned. And then yeah, Sunday, we thought it was going to be on the road my yes. show tomorrow, but it won't be. It'll be here. It'll be here. So keep that in mind. Noon to 1. Tune in tomorrow for the Keith Byers Show, the afternoon show from 3 to 6, uh, and the tailgate show every Sunday morning from 11 to 12.30. That wraps it up. By the way, this NFL tidbit here, we didn't even get to any of that big news and stuff, which plenty of time throughout the week. The Titans, according to ESPN's, I don't even know Diana's last name, but she's an ESPN reporter. The Titans are not interested in Tom Brady. This is my favorite. That means Tom Brady's not interested in you. But the Titans are not (laughs) interested in Tom Brady. They are working hard to get a deal done with Ryan Tanhill for sources. Yeah, you know, if you ever you know, when I was always trying to get a date you know, with one of the you know one of the hot girls in high school, I she says no like always. I go back to my friends and say, Nah, I don't, I'm not interested in her. No, she wasn't interested in type. me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Good looking. She said She's basketball. Not my type. No, yeah. I don't want anything to do with her. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But that's what the pay, that, that's what the Titans are. We're not interested in Tom Brady. He dumped you, didn't he? <laughs> yes. He dumped you, didn't he? <laughs> it's a no. He said, Look, I like you. You're a good time. We just want to be friends. That's what yes. happened. They got friend zoned. Is what happened. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and. 
until next week, this has been the Sunday Morning Tailgate Show here on 1410 ESPN Radio. Tomorrow, the Keith Byers Show, noon to one. And then, of course, the afternoon show from three to six. That's all coming up this week. Don't go anywhere. That's all for today. No live sports. No Reds. No Buckeyes. It sucks. But we still a lot of sports to talk throughout the week. This has been the Sunday Morning Tailgate Show, presented by Frickers, 1410 ESPN Radio.